0: Today's episode is called A Quest for Wisdom. We're going to talk about what wisdom is, how we can get it, and then once we have it, how do we apply it? Hey, it's Amber L.B. Swenson, wife, mother, worrier, overthinker, type A, holding on to God and his promises to get me through the day. Thanks for joining me to explore everyday issues from a biblical perspective so we can all know and love God more. So I'm reading through the book of Proverbs right now, and I've read through the book of Proverbs many times before, but if, if you've read through the book of Proverbs, you know wisdom comes up a lot. It's one of the main themes of the book, and it is said to be written by Solomon, who was the wisest man who ever lived and ever will live. Something that struck me this time as I'm reading through Proverbs that's I, I've never thought about before is it occurred to me... That Solomon was so wise, and yet he struggled to apply some of this wisdom. So for instance, he has um, various places that he talks about um, adultery. And he says to his son, you know, don't follow the adulteress. That that will lead only to harm and, and destruction. And it's like heaping coals on your lap and expecting not to get burnt and... Um, you know, he says to take pleasure in the wife of your youth and and that's their sort of thing. And yet this is a man who had 700 wives and 300 concubines. And so it seems to me that, okay, maybe um, he didn't see that as adultery. Maybe if he married these women instead of just sleeping with them, but then there were the 300 concubines. And so I think, okay, it's one thing to have wisdom, But it must be another thing to apply wisdom. So that made me start thinking about this whole business of how do we get wisdom? How do we apply it? What does that look like? And um, so first of all, you know, wisdom in and of itself, what is the definition of wisdom? Or how would you define wisdom? I love Chuck Swindoll's definition. So Chuck Swindoll has a program called Insight for Living. And that is my most common definition for wisdom. Wisdom is insight for how to live a godly life. It is understanding what to do in situations. We're told in the book of Proverbs, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Standing in awe of God is a component to this because wisdom is really about knowing what is right and wrong. And you can only get that when you know God. Um, Anthony Douglas Williams said, knowledge comes from learning, wisdom comes from living. And Leonardo da Vinci said, wisdom is the daughter of experience. You don't want to say that you can't get wisdom from a book because clearly if the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, then we are going to need to be in our Bibles. And that is how we're going to learn God's ways and God's heart and what is right and what is wrong, and we're going to learn to be discerning. So clearly, um, that's going and spending time in the Bible. So it's a matter of gaining the wisdom as we're in the Bible, but then applying it through our actions and our words and the way that we handle ourselves it's um, it's knowing what to do in impossible situations. And just recently, I was in a Bible study with some very mature spiritually Christian women. And uh, this is the second time that they have invited me to study with them. And I posed this question to them. I said, what do you do When you are in impossible situations, so I gave them some of the particulars and I told them very, very briefly a conversation I had had with somebody and how, you know, after hanging up the phone, I sort of just said, you know, oh God, you're going to have to help me here. I don't know what to do. And as I was praying, I was crying out to Jesus and I was like, Jesus, you walk the earth show me what you would have done in this situation. And one of these godly mature ladies said to me, she she told me to turn to Jeremiah 17, verse 9. And when I did, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure. And she said to me, you know, so often, when I'm really thinking that I need to go one way in particular, or I'm really bent on having something done a certain way, I have to remind myself that my heart is selfish above all else. And that I may not be looking at this in the right way or from the right perspective. And so she said, usually when I go to the Lord in prayer there, then and I bring him into the situation, she said, not always. But a lot of times what he does is he changes my heart. (laughs) isn't that beautiful that is why i love studying the bible with mature godly women because they mentor me and they show me these things so god god may change your heart but going to him he may make a way where there is no way or he may help you to see the way that you weren't seeing before He's going to give you his guidance, and that is going to give you wisdom, that insight for how to live, how to make the decision, how to carry it out. So three things that we can do to gain wisdom. Number one, ask yourself, whom are you spending time with? So Proverbs thirteen twenty says, walk with the wise and become wise. Who do you spend time with? Who do you watch on TV? Who do you watch in movies? Who do you listen to? What music are you playing? What um, are you reading? Are you reading anything at all? I was listening to a radio program the other day. I was in the car. And it was a Christian radio station, and it's a program that I've listened to on and off for years. And they were rattling off all these statistics, and they were showing that Americans are highly, highly entertained. So we entertain ourselves to death. The statistics were like how many hours we spend in front of, you know, our entertainment, our devices, our TVs, our phones, um, our computers, listening to music, etc., etc., etc. But we are increasingly becoming terribly informed. So that I can't remember the percentages. Like I said, there were many percentages, but I, I want to say half of the people that they surveyed didn't know where the country of Japan is on an on a map. 15% of Americans that they surveyed couldn't find the United States on a on a map of the the a global map, um, and they the statistic after statistic just showed that you know people will know the name of movie stars and they will know um, athletic professionals and they know musicians, but when you get them to um, talk about things of any sort of depth news, history. Well, Americans don't really care about that. They are so ill-informed. And, you know, um, if we're not going to the Word, then we're not going to get to the heart of wisdom. So, who are you hanging around with? Again, I mentioned that Bible study with these mature, godly Christian women. Um that has been one of the most, oh, meaningful experiences of my life. And it is time consuming because they're not just, you know, drinking the spiritual milk. They're actually studying, which means there's homework and it's in depth and they want you to prepare before you come. And, and it is wonderful. It has been such a growing experience for me to be around them. So being in a Bible study with other mature Christians. Oh, that is a wonderful way to gain wisdom. Um, Reading, again, there are so many books that will change your perspective on Christian living. I remember years ago reading the book Hearts of Fire about people who had been persecuted and I mean, serious persecution. And I remember walking away from that just very, very changed as in, man, I have lived such a self sheltered life. And I can I have this tremendous freedom to worship as I want to gather with other Christians, to um, not have to worry about speaking freely about the gospel. And um, like I said, it changed me. And since then, I have uh, been on a quest one of the genres that I absolutely love is um, I love reading Christian biographies and um, or autobiographies either or and I've read multiple um, multiple books like that I've read Corey Ten Booms and George Mueller's I did Elizabeth Elliot's um, and you know there is so much to learn from our Christian brothers and sisters who um, stayed strong in what they were going through. And what a great way to, to, to gain wisdom from what they experienced and how they managed to make it through a situation. If you've been hurt and who hasn't been, you've probably realized by now that forgiveness is a process. It would be awesome if you decide to forgive and that was it. It was like a light switch that you just flipped and voila, it was done. Yes, you know you should forgive, and you want to forgive, but you see that other person and your blood boils a little, or maybe your heart breaks. If you're struggling to forgive or still reeling from the hurt, you may want to check out a blog I wrote titled, Forgive and Learn. You can find a link in today's episode notes or by going to timeofgrace.org and searching for Forgive and Learn. Back to today's episode. The number two way to gain wisdom is to listen. So there's a quote that says, knowledge speaks, wisdom listens. And Charles Schultz, if you know the Snoopy, um, Charlie Brown um, comic strip, he's the creator of that. He wrote this, a wise old bird sat on an oak. The more he saw, the less he spoke. The less he spoke, the more he heard why aren't we like that wise old bird? Um, James said this, everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. You know, you don't have to experience everything if you're willing to listen, because you can learn from other people's experiences. So 15 years ago or so now, um, my husband and I joined an in-home Bible study group. And We were the youngest couple in the group. And boy, have we learned from our Christian brothers and sisters. So because we were the youngest ones in the group, everybody else had kids that were older than ours. And so we learned from what they told us and what they had gone through and their parenting um, victories and defeats and so many of the things that we have done with our children come from what we have heard those people in our in-home Bible study group that what they have done and um, principles that they've stood on and the reasons that they did and and we thought just from listening we thought that is amazing that's exactly what I'm going to do if you are willing to listen (laughs) you don't have to walk through the mud to realize that you could walk on the sidewalk you can you can experience what someone else has experienced and learn from it and then not have to do that same mistake in order to learn. So listening. We are so quick to speak all the time. A, po- um, a, a question is posed or something happens in the news and automatically people are quick to hop on social media and give their advice or say their opinion or um, really take a side. But wisdom listens, learns from other people, hears what they have been through, and slowly learns about the situation before having to talk. Number three, to gain wisdom, We're going to need to weather some storms. There's a quote that says To be the best, you must be able to handle the worst. People who are easily flustered are not likely to be called wise. And God asked Jeremiah, so Jeremiah had been called by God and Jeremiah started doing God's work and then he was like, hey, this is hard. And he started complaining to God. And God asked Jeremiah, he said, if you have raced with men on foot and they have worn you out, how can you compete with horses? If you stumble in the safe country, how will you manage in the thickets by the Jordan? All of this life experience should be doing something. It should be preparing us for the next storm. If we get to the next storm and we are just as flabbergasted, if we are just as taken off guard, if we're running around, not knowing what to do, complaining, well, then all that wisdom that we have gained, it's of little use. Somehow, we want to take what we are learning and that wisdom that we are gaining, and as the storms approach, we want to be able to brace ourselves and know all those truths of God and all the experiences that our friends have taught us and all the things that we have learned, and we want to be able to stand. You know... Tough times have a wonderful way of getting your attention. Pain is a wonderful way of making you stop and think and learn. But when we get through those painful situations, we don't want to just run back to life as it was. We want to have gained something from that. One of my favorite new quotes that I came across says this, "'Forget what hurt, but never forget what it taught you.'" That's wisdom. Wisdom is taking all that you have learned and applying it so that you don't fall for the mistakes that you fell for before, so that you don't fall into the same traps of Satan, so that you respond differently than you did before when the, the last response was not what you wanted it to be. Wisdom is being able to apply those things that you've learned and to respond differently the next time. So all of us we need to learn to hang out with wise people. We're gonna do that by finding spiritually mature Christians. We're going to do it by hanging out with our brothers and sisters in Christ in the Bible. We need to learn to listen more, talk less, and we need to learn to apply what we've learned by weathering the storms well. This has been Little Things, because in God's kingdom, the little things are the big things. Don't forget to go on your favorite podcast forum and rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Download it um, so that other people get to know this. Thank you for your prayers. They really keep us going here at Time of Grace as we continue to share the good news about Jesus.